Yo, we made it. It's Friday. Five full days content today. We're talking about JP Morgan's report that says to us we shouldn't be as worried as everyone's saying we should. We also talking about a really weird spider. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I am. Really, really, really. I feel like our second hits recently have all been like, you're going to do what? All week, it's been like the second thing is like, <laughs> and a really weird spider. You have to hang around to the I'm end of the stick show for this thing. <laughs> Get to the actual weird spider part. Oh, uh, but it is Friday. Uh, we've had an amazing week in a Sodu world. There are a lot of things moving forward. Have I uh, shoot? We went uh, going to Atlanta. Feels like three weeks ago. It was only Tuesday. Three weeks ago, yeah. So we got to spend spend <laughs> we, some time on the ground with some troublemakers, which is always one of our favorite things to do. A Sotocon yes. is flying. Uh, it's flying. It's flying off the shelves. The website is really uh, getting getting uh, developed. So go to a Sotocon.com, and now a lot of speakers are listed. A lot of our collaborators are listed, and now the site feels a little bit more like like a site. Right, there's details. Like we're doing a thing. Yeah, we'll have agenda stuff ne up next week so you get to see kind of how all the speakers are organized within the days and you get a real idea of what's going on. You know, you can see uh, the hotel stuff. We'll have room block information out next week. Right now we're prioritizing some of our speakers and collaborators just so they can make sure and be there. Um, but it's 169 a night, right? It's super easy to fly in. You can fly in Sunday morning, leave Tuesday afternoon, you're going to get a whole bunch of wonderful content, energy, all your meals are included. So when you're talking about a ticket, I you're talking go. literally, what is it? Six, me five, six meals that are included, all six meals that you would possibly need to eat, except for maybe uh, lunch on Sunday. Uh, so, you know, if you get there early, but yeah, you've got just a really easy access and we're going to have a whole bunch of fun. And man, some of the content we, every time we're building out the content, we both, we both say, Goodness, can I just buy a ticket and go? <laughs> like we're we're really up around to the rooms without a doubt. <laughs> we're, we're actually yesterday we said it again. We were talking about what's going to going to be going on in the marketing technology room with like Pitch Tank Live and all this stuff. And I was like, man, I am so bummed. I'm going to miss most of the content in that room because Kyle and I are moderating different panels in different rooms. There's only two of us, and sometimes there's as many as like three or four conversations going on at once. And uh, even the concert. Monday night, we're having this great concert. We're shifting into entertainment mode. The whole venue is flipping the entertainment. So we're going to have silent disco, live karaoke, live DJs, and we're going to have Nashville's hottest party band, 12 South, come to play an outdoor show. And I'm like, I hope I get to enjoy the concert. Because I yeah, go watch the show. Exactly. <laughs> and so whatever, if you haven't got your tickets yet, go to a so2con.com. Still tickets left right now. Um, as we announce, and we're about to go full throttle next week, by the way. So get your tickets now so you don't have to deal with all that. So you can be in line first for the room blocks and all that good stuff. Um, we're excited. Yes. It's building out uh, enough about a SoduCon in just uh, 15 minutes. From now, if you're on the live stream, we are going to be going into our weekly all things used car clubhouse room. It's David Long's room powered by a Sodu, and we do the production and the setting up and the scheduling and participation. But head over there. If you go um, just uh, is it a Sodu club? Do we have links there? I'm always. Yeah. Uh, well, it wouldn't be. Sodu oh, that's right. We hosted it in the all car room. Uh, but if you hit the show notes or 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 go to if literally. In 15 minutes, if you go to Clubhouse, it'll be the top room right there. Right. Just because all your friends are going to be there. Yeah, we are. And so make sure you're there. Absolutely. Yep. And we all right, let's get into it. We got to roll because we got to be over there. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you brought up this first topic today because you saw an article this morning 
Um, yeah. And it was in a, in a publication and it just kind of solidified our thought and our, you know, kind of our thesis that automotive, yeah. the automotive industry in general is become pop culture again. It absolutely has been. I mean, just in the last six months, since we really went daily with the email and we're being very intentional about the content that we're curating for the industry and just making sure that we uh, we're kind of the DJ for a lot of the things that are happening inside of auto retail and outside of auto retail to kind of give you the full map. We're just noticing this this gradual and then uh, really all of the sudden shift where it's not that we have to go scour the news or look deep or, or try and dig and find things to talk about. It's just on the front page of everything. So it's the top article. It's on the front page of print publications, digital publications, email newsletters, the whole nine yards. It is just front and center. And it's talking EVs or gas prices or new makes models or or, or it's everything that we pay attention to in auto all day. But now the retail mindset, the news mindset, it has this trajectory that says, hey, this is just going to be something that we make sure we cover every single day. And I think that's something that, you know, we've, we see ebbs and flows in, especially. I, I think it's interesting because in economic times of turmoil, a lot of people look to auto to see what it's doing. We were indicator? talking with Alex yeah. Vetter last year about that, right? Where, where that's kind of the North Star is like, what's happening in auto? Mm -hmm. And that's going to determine the trajectory of a lot of different businesses. And so in this kind of like inflation, maybe recession, we'll talk about that in a second. You've got Where's the North Star? Okay, the North Star is auto. What are they doing from a retail mindset, product mindset, brand build? And that's where everyone's looking, both from a news and a culture perspective. And so your employees, your customers, everybody across the board is getting inundated that with within all of their feeds every single day. It's like, um, you know, not just an economic indicator. I think one of the reasons we're seeing it more broadly is because there's this convergence of, Yes, automotive, like cars, transportation, but also technology and pop culture, right? Because we have EVs, right? Which is a new technology that Tesla kind of hit the scene with hard and test. Tesla became kind of like a fashion brand and a fashion statement. But right. now that's transferring. Now we have Ford and GM and traditional OEMs, or let's say, I don't know what you call them, traditional OEMs. Um, they, they're starting to release EVs. They're starting to hit the market. And you see this excitement around like, hey, I got my first EV. You're starting to see celebrities like, yo, I got to ride in an, in an F-150 Lightning. Hey, I'm in the new Hummer. And yep. granted, those are kind of expensive, hard to get vehicles right now. The fact that it's an EV is making it cool. And what that means is that yep. your consumer mindset and the general consumer mindset is interested in it, right? Technology, yep. Apple Not talking about Apple going to be taking over the dash, right? All these things converging, pop culture. To go back to something Kyle and I have been saying for like a year now, it's like be the authority <laughs> on EVs in your yes. marketplace because if you've already built content or you're building content and social you know short form social media long form articles seo around evs in your area guess what's going to happen as pop culture ele elevates they're going to come talk to yep. you right so without um, a doubt so that's what we're talking about speaking of oh, i don't have one i don't have one i've never been you my, tried i bump served you're going I just watched it, it. You bump, so you just watch the ball hit the ground right over there. It's okay. It's okay. Well, We're going to get into this. Speaking of the ball hitting the ground. Stop. Segway. Time. <laughs>
Sorry, save that we one. We think there's going to be, so in volleyball, you've got this thing called a libero. And the libero oh, is man, like the lit. Loctite to make sure that ball never hits the ground. You see them, they put their hand right under the ball. And what we're seeing in J.B. Morgan Chase and even Jonathan Smoke, and we're going to hear, I think, Steve Greenfield talk about this today in All Things Used Cars, are all saying that the that the trajectory of business finance and um, and and everything that's happening is saying, hey, look, we're not signaling too much of a downturn at all. Like the ball might actually not hit the ground from an economic perspective. So second quarter profit at JP Morgan uh, was down 3.49%, fell 28% from a year earlier, even as the nation's largest bank see- says it's seeing few signs that a recession is imminent, underscoring this uncertain looming uh, uncertainty looming over mar- markets in the economy. So Really, like JP Morgan being the barometer for more than just like what their bank is doing, they're saying, hey, look, we're we're dipping a little bit, but it's not signaling this like, oh, my goodness, a recession is, is imminent. Yeah. And I think that that's I think that uh, that that word is really important as we're looking at this type of stuff is that is that, yes, a recession may happen. These ebbs and flows happen in in economy. But. It's not yet imminent. It's not like it has to happen. There can be a soft landing on inflation and interest rates and all this type of stuff. So, you know, there could be a a potential of us just not seeing a recession in this cycle again, which is wild. One of the things, the the words they used in the Wall Street Journal article that we're citing from um, is a soft landing. Right. Yep. Things things are rocky, but it doesn't mean we have to hit the ground. They look at other indicators like employment, which is high. Right. Unemployment's incredibly low. Retail spending literally just came through the blotter while we were about to go live with the show. Retail spending is up one percent. Um, wow. Consumer confidence is actually still really high, and these are all the indicators that kind of get inside the mind. Remember, we talked earlier in the week about like how the Federal Reserve making decisions based on the consumer behaviors and mindset and that you can get yourself in a spiral. So, um, you know, JP Morgan is really making- Gas price coming down. Gas prices are coming down. I mean, all of that. That all contributes to everything just kind of like settling for a second. And you never know. So like everyone talks about this. We thought it'd be good to highlight this story because it really just mirrors what Jonathan Smoke, Cox's chief economist said uh, a week earlier and saying like, yeah, everybody's all excited. He's like, I'm not really buying into all the rhetoric and the hype. Speaking of hype. All right. KBB announced their brand image award winners. They do this every year. Um, They take a poll of, uh, over, was it 12,000 customer reviews? Is that the number in there? I don't have the article in front of me, but they take a lot. Yeah, of- it's, it, Go ahead. It's actually, it looks like it's like opinion sentiment in reviewers and things like that mm-hmm. across their platform that where they use both internal and external editors to, to okay. review vehicles and, and opinion sentiment on those vehicles. So they take, they kind of like crowdsource that and then they, and then they bring in, uh, you know, their annual brand watch study that's done internally by them. And they put in these top slots in in brand, and so you know I think that the biggest things that we that we saw through it is that uh, Honda is owning the kind of like mid segment. It is from good a to brand be a Honda perspective, <laughs> without a doubt. And then Tesla is owning the luxury segment, which I know that we've we've reported on a lot of legacy OEMs really have Tesla with the target on its back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and saying like we need to regain that luxury segment for sure. So, which, um, 
Go ahead. If you, if you ask a lot of people, Teslas don't really feel much luxury. Isn't inside. it funny? So it's just it's, it's an really interesting weird. position of like it's because of price point, price point, it's price point. And positioning. It's not. It's pretty unbelievable. Yep. I think too, like people feel luxurious when they're in it because yep. it's cool, right? It's like a cool, fashionable mm-hmm. thing. Makes you feel more luxury. Not but that. I'll tell you what: if you drive in like uh, a Model X and then you get in like an Escalade or you know, a Lincoln. It's not like, even. No, it yeah. feels a lot different. Trust us. Okay, so right. I'll give you a couple other hits. Uh, best brand overall was Honda. Most trusted brand was Subaru. Best value brand, also Honda. Most refined brand, this surprised me, is Honda. Best performance brand is Subaru. Honda and Subaru just swinging. Uh, let's see. Best overall luxury brand was Tesla, but the most trusted luxury brand is Lexus. So um, mm. a couple more things in yep. there. One that surprised us, best truck brand. What do you think it is? You know what it is, but I'm asking the audience. What do you think it is? <laughs> Toyota. Uh, yeah, it's Toyota. Toyota, I don't best know. truck brand. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's a matter of opinion. If you go by, I it, mean, Toyota's a trusted brand overall. So maybe they were kind of like Toyota and we'll shoot the truck in, right? Yeah. I mean, it's basically, yeah. you, you think someone has, has had an iPhone 50 for a long time. You're like, yeah, it's a good brand. But like, maybe there's an enthusiasm around more niche brands in, in a certain segment. So, there you go. Right. I mean, Brian Benstock's happy. He knows what's up with Honda. So congratulations to everybody who made it on the list, everyone who's a dealer for the cars that made it on the list. And go, you know, actually, I mean, you can tell go people. talk about that. Go talk can, about it. You can tell people yeah. about it, but don't tell them about it too much. You don't talk about yourself. Talk about your customer. It'll actually work better for you in the marketing side. That's a That's little exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Oh, okay. This last one, hint. let's talk about a, a really, really creepy spider on our way out of the <laughs> podcast today. So we got to get to all things used cars in the minute. Do we have a picture to throw up of this spider? I don't know if we do or if we don't. I don't think we have. Oh, it. man. The, it's a shame. We linked it up is... in the show notes. So here you go. Basically, and the it, rundown is this. It's a 14-year-old. So, okay. So, er, like, roll on. You've got a county in New York opening up a contest for their I Voted stickers. Just north of New York A bunch of people City. submit their stuff mm-hmm. for in, in New York, right? And a bunch of people submit their stuff. And then a committee selects the, the top six. Well, <laughs> a 14-year-old submitted a hand-drawn like spider that looks like it's out of toy story sids uh in in sids creepiest thing i've ever seen in my life ridiculously creepy well it hits the internet waves goes viral and all of the sudden the i voted sticker in ulster county new york looks like a meme culture meme drawn by a 14 year old with like NFT written all over oh, no, it. It's, it's unbelievable. Terrible. So the, the commissioners, they said the, the Republican John Quigley and Democrat Ashley did us acknowledge they chose the design from uh, the young Mr. Rowan as one of six finalists because they knew it would get attention, especially on the internet. And hopefully it would boost voter turnout. I don't know if it's going to boost voter turnout, but the internet is kind of undefeated on this one and everyone jumped on the bandwagon. Without a doubt. And it, so now I just picture, <laughs> I just picture like, grandparents walking out of the voting booth right at like the local fire hall with this hideous spider sticker <laughs> on on their little social media little photos right? that's just like i voted so if you think out there that culture is in any way predictable you need to think again and you're not paying enough attention we're so glad you paid attention with us today we this week go out there serve your community serve your people and join us right now in the all things used car room while we just keep the train rolling